This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English where I have another very, very, very special episode with you. Because today you will hear a podcast that I recorded with one of the Rock and Roll English family members. Because recording podcasts is one of the features of the Rock and Roll English family. Recording podcasts with me, that is. I record podcasts with all of the group members and I think this is a fantastic, fantastic way to help you improve because recording a podcast, hearing your voice being recorded, other people that listen to it is a bit scary. It kind of makes people shit their pants a little bit. And that's good because it pushes you out of your comfort zone. Okay, I've had many people in the family saying, oh, I don't know. And they were very worried to do this. But when they did it, they felt better. It gives you confidence. It gives you the confidence to say, you know what, I can talk on the phone to someone at work. My English is actually better than I thought because I can even record a podcast. So that's what you listen to in today's episode where I speak to Irina. Okay, Irina is a family member and she comes from Russia. And she is extremely, extremely intelligent. In fact, so intelligent, she is a scientist. So we speak about why it's amazing to be a scientist. Okay, and we are going to jump right into the conversation, not the very beginning, because the very beginning of the recording has the introduction music and everything else, which you have already listened to. So here is the conversation. I will talk to you again at the end. In the meantime, happy listening. The first one is people believe what you say because you can always say, trust me, I'm a doctor. Is this something you say? Uh, yeah, actually, I do. Re really? Wow. <laughs> well, maybe not um, I'm a doctor, but trust me, I'm a scientist. <laughs> right. Yes. Okay. Yeah, because naturally, especially with this pandemic going on, uh, I get a lot of messages from a lot of people, uh, including those who, who I haven't been spoken for the last, I don't know, 15 years. Yeah. They <laughs> suddenly <laughs> remember that uh, they know some arena who is a scientist and they want my advice on uh, all the COVID vaccine specific right. questions. And yeah, and then I tried to put it in the way that, believe me, I'm a scientist, so I know what I'm talking about. If, I seem, if in reality, it's not the case. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Well, I was literally just about to say oh well, this is great i'm going to start sending you messages as well but then you just said but it's not actually true um, sometimes sometimes well I, I try to you know um familiarize myself with the actual you know scientific information but of course right. you can't know everything right yeah well i mean i i kind of in the last few years have come to the conclusion that nobody in the world knows what they're doing <laughs> in anything <laughs> Uh, this is kind of my conclusion uh, that I've come to in the last few years. Um, I'm sure you told me anyway, but it's just because it's so complicated, it's kind of gone over my head. But what type of scientist are you again? Uh, I'm a biologist by training, but uh, I do research in medicine, in tuberculosis and other lung diseases. Right. So when you said that, you said, so I'm a biologist and I thought, right, OK, I'm following this. I, I know what that is. Well, kind of anyway and then you said like, like medicine I was like right and then you said another word and I was like whoa tuberculosis this one I was like whoa what's that okay uh, then we can just settle on TB 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 
TB. Yes, that is the short version of tuberculosis. Right, right, okay. It's a disease. Okay, uh, it's 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 getting <laughs> too technical. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, because again, when you said that, I I first thought you said TV, and I thought right now we can talk about something I know. Sorry. I know about this, so I'm a sign. I'm a TV scientist. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think something like that exists? <laughs> uh, you never know, do you? Yeah. You never know. Although I must admit, if someone told me they're a TV scientist, I don't think I would want to get advice about the COVID vaccine from that person. <laughs> yeah, uh, true. Uh, <laughs> Neither do I. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. The, the next one, I think, I think this is the best thing about being a scientist, is that you get to wear the lab coat you know oh, that yes. big long white coat that that immediately like gives you respect it's like look i'm wearing a lab coat okay so I just know what i'm talking about <laughs> yeah it just commands respect so do, do you wear a lab coat for a lot of the day um yeah yeah um so uh, usually if you work in the lab you wear a lab uh, coat or gown um, and uh, also in some of the labs it's not enough and then you have to wear something even cooler which is the, the hazmat uh, with the um, oh right the kind coat. of yeah like a space like a spaceman kind yeah, of thing yeah basically yeah it's like a space suit yeah so right okay you, you look you look much more respectful <laughs> right okay wow um and so talking about these lab coats what's the correct way lab coat or lab gown what do they call it uh they i think both are correct right okay because on the website it said lab coat um so who's responsible for washing these are there ones like in the lab like take your own or do you take it home and wash it or do you do like when we were children and playing football one time a week one person has to wash all of the lab coats and then you take it in turns to wash them. Wow, such a nice system. Yeah. No, we are, we are not that smart as right. apparently you are. Uh, usually there is some special service who is washing this and you're not supposed to bring it at home because you can bring something dangerous. Right, interesting. So, yeah. right, okay. Then you, then you need a washing machine scientist <laughs> to... Uh, to, to fix the problem um right okay interesting so you just arrive and there's a lab coats ready yeah yes right they are okay kind of, uh, oh yeah they are waiting for for you right okay and the next one again kind of made me laugh because i hadn't um heard this word in a long time i'm sure you know what this is um that you own a bunsen burner um <laughs> So just, no. just just for people maybe that are not familiar with that term because it's not so common. It's the kind of thing, how can we describe it? The thing that makes a fire, like makes a flame, let's say. Yes. So there yeah. is some gas or uh, mm. ethanol inside. And yeah. then, yeah, you, you uh, set a fire. <laughs> no, it's probably not the word. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you start the fire. Start, yeah. start the fire. Yeah, like a mini, the... mini fire here we're talking yeah. about, not like a huge fire. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, flame, sometimes it, it, it can be a huge fire. So. Right, okay. And yeah. that's why <laughs> it's uh, usually not uh, being in use uh, anymore. <laughs> Are they the don't labs. use them anymore yeah in most of the labs there are right interesting yeah because to... yeah my memories of bunsen burners generally from the 90s when i was at school and especially people like the hellraiser switching on the gas and thinking it was funny all of the time and like um so so yeah the, I, I definitely could see why there are accidents and i even remember thinking then 
because this is when I started secondary school. We started using these bunts and burners thinking, I don't feel safe with this because I don't know if I'm, I should be trusted with a uh, Bunsen burner. Yeah, that's totally normal. Yes, they are really not safe. And right. uh, we had them in the university and one of my uh, classmates actually <laughs> set fire on himself right. while working on this. That Well, he, he was uh, mostly fine, but his lab coat <laughs> had a huge <laughs> hole. Uh, you know, next to his um, heart. Right. Yeah, he, he looked uh, such, such a, you know, <laughs> cool scientist. Yeah, it's kind of like a war hero of like your, your medals. You've got a hole in your lab coat to say yeah. like, yeah, this was when I nearly died trying to save the world. Um, yes. But so that, are you saying the lab coat saved him? Because <laughs> I didn't think lab coats were so like protective. They well, just... apparently it is. <laughs> <laughs> because it just looks kind of like, yeah, like cotton or something like that, really. It doesn't I, I didn't think that would protect me from a fire very much. Well, now you know. Maybe you should oh, wear it <laughs> 24 hours a day. Yeah, <laughs> I, I will. I'll, you, you never know, do you? I'll, yeah. I'll always wear my lab coat. Where <laughs> or, I, I... or a hazmat <laughs> suit. Yeah, exactly. You know what? I don't think I've ever had the honour of even wearing a lab coat we they didn't give them to us in school that's so um, strange because they they gave you this dangerous it's exactly thing. um no lab coat what, one thing i do remember because obviously uh in england we have to wear school uniforms do you have to do this where you grew up uh n- no but in some schools uh, yes so it depends on the school on the right. region yes. because we, we didn't have that right because like all schools in England have this and you always had to like put your tie in your shirt. And that was the only safety, safety here uh, regulation that there was, put your tie in your shirt and then everything will be fine. Then don't worry about using a Bunsen burner with gas. As long as your tie is in your shirt, there's nothing to yeah. worry about. You're safe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and the other thing, actually, the other rule was no gel in your hair because otherwise your hair could catch fire um i, I never I did see anyone's hair on fire um but yeah and the, I, I in the 90s loved gel um and so, so that was a big problem i remember being told sometimes to go to the toilet and wash the gel out of my hair which really? is, it doesn't really work anyway because you need to have like a proper shower if you just put your head in a sink under a tap it doesn't really do anything <laughs> But, we'll just teach you a lesson. <laughs> yeah, Don't do it next but I mean, I, I, I still would. It was kind of like, yeah, I suppose when you got sent to wash the gel out, similar to your your colleague that had the hole in his um, lab lab coat. It's kind of like you, you gain respect from that of like, wow, especially, yeah, you, you know, trying to like maybe impress some girls. It was kind of like a bad boy image of having yeah. to wash gel out of your hair. Yeah. Screw uh, the system. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Fuck the system. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't want to say that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Take it. Take it to the next level. Um, okay. So um, another benefit here of being a scientist is that your friends and family think you are a genius. Is is this true? Do they all think yeah. you're a genius? Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
yeah, I know I'm so humble today. Right. <laughs> well, maybe not a genius, but uh, yeah, they uh, also ask me some questions. They, they believe what I say. They, yeah. Because again, you say, trust me, I'm a scientist. Yeah, something like that. They think that if you're a biologist, that you know every uh, yeah. plant, <laughs> you know, <laughs> every bird, <laughs> and everything, yeah. which is definitely not true. But you can always say, yeah, th- th- this plant is called blah 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 yeah and uh, there is no way they are going to check it so that's the, that's of course yeah i didn't think about that yeah um now you said that about biology just one word popped into my mind photosynthesis yeah wow. that's one is i can't remember really what it is it's something to do with water and plants i can't remember but well, i definitely that, remember and, doing that at school photosynthesis yeah i think is correct yeah yeah i'm not sure <laughs> because you know i <laughs> I studied all this in Russian, so I always right. not sure about okay. this terminology. Um, and the, uh, I imagine the words are similar in all languages, or no? Is that, am I just making this up? Because I don't think, for example, hundreds of years ago they were talking about photosynthesis and other stuff. I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, yes, so they a lot of these terms are international. So in Russian, we would say something similar, like photosynthesis. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, yes. Yeah. Just, that, that's true. Right. Okay. Good. That really hel- helps actually when you uh, have to uh, speak about your science in another language, then you can have a, a guess. How yeah. It is called. Although I find so, it, well, in Italian, the words that are kind of similar create problems for me a lot sometimes because you want to say it in the way you normally say it, like in your language, but it's not. It's just a little bit different. But like if a word's totally different, I, I kind of like dedicate more time i suppose and make more effort to learn that word but when it's kind of similar i think oh well i know that it's the same but then some just that small difference you can still look stupid yeah um, yeah exactly that's why i i, I didn't want to uh, say right. to <laughs> <laughs> just in case you know right what yeah if you've got another uh, english speaking scientist in the family and they right. just uh, you know <laughs> okay right yeah that that makes sense um and so the last one here is the the thrill of new discoveries do, do you have this thrill have you discovered anything like splitting the atom or anything like this well i guess if i did <laughs> split an atom or something then probably there will be a real thrill thrill yeah but in real life you don't uh, make such a huge huge uh, discoveries uh, on a daily basis so yeah sometimes it's a thrill and it's, uh, the most thrill is when your paper got published right um, when you had worked on it for i don't know five years and then finally five, five years for one paper <laughs> Yeah, sometimes yeah well it's not that you you just uh spent uh seven eight hours per day for right, five so, years. right so that's what i thought i was thinking blimey how long is this no. like, and, <laughs> then, be... and then someone's got to read that as well that would probably take five years to read <laughs> I, i'm not sure if anybody reads that yeah <laughs> but that's not the point right yeah I, i'm sure when these things are so long probably people just don't even read them they just think it's really long so it's probably really good yeah yeah um, exactly. no it's it's actually it shouldn't be uh, too long it should be very uh, brief right. concise uh, concise and uh, on the topic and that's the problem because often you want to write much more than uh, actually is needed and then you have have to cut it right okay yeah i can imagine wow i mean life really is great as a scientist i think it might be a bit late for me but um yeah i mean i've got a newfound respect for you irina and Aww. if i have any question not even about science about life in general 
I'm going to ask you because yes. you're a scientist. You okay? will definitely get a super wise advice on any topic, right? Even about the meaning of life. Right. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Well, thanks a lot for your time, Irina, and we'll see you soon. Thank you. Thank you. So I hope you enjoyed that conversation with group member Edina there. Remember, if you would like to be in the Rock and Roll English family and record a podcast with me, just send me a quick email and say, I want to be in the family. That's all you need to do. Click on the link in your app right now. You can do that. Send me an email and you will also get a free individual lesson with me plus five million other things. But if you have any questions, also just ask. You can contact me on Facebook, Instagram, email, whatever you want. But thank you very much for listening. I will see you very soon. But in the meantime, just keep on rocking, baby. Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.